Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I have a great show for you today. Jackie Schimmel is going to be here. I love Jackie Schimmel. If you guys haven't heard her podcast, please go listen. It's called The Bitch Bible. She's so fucking funny, and I was on it recently, so check out our episode. What else? I have <laughs> I have the song stuck in my head. You guys know that 98 Degrees song, The Hardest Thing? <laughs> it's literally been in my head for like five days straight. Like, it's the hardest thing I'll ever have to... I can't sing. But you know how it goes. If not, you can look it up, Google it. <laughs> but it is not a good song. But it's been in my head, and like, it will not get out. I do not know what to do. I tried that thing, like, singing fucking Jingle Bells to myself. Like, I've literally tried it all. I started listening uh, to that Kathy Lee Gifford song, Everyone Has a Story, because normally that all gets stuck in my head. And unfortunately, like, that's not taking over. I still have this fucking 98 degree song in my head, and it won't go out. And I, again, don't even like the song. They were <laughs> not the most talented boy band. Although I did love them. I was always more of like a 98 Degrees fan. Like, you know, when people would say, like, were you NSYNC or were you Backstreet Boys? I was like, I'm 98 Degrees because I felt like they were always like more like manly men. You know what I mean? Like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, they seemed like little boys to me, even as a, even when I was a young boy. I looked at them and I was like, you know, they just seemed like they weren't my type. Even as a closeted ma- young boy, I knew that. I was like, they're not my type. But the 98 Degrees, they had like muscles, they had real muscles. <laughs> They had those, you know, armband tattoos. I was like, they're men. You know, they were always in a a white tank, except for that guy with the blonde hair. Like, he always had the top on. (laughs) He always had a blouse on that covered every inch of his body. Like, Nick, Jeff, and Drew Lachey would always be, like, either in a white tank or, you know, shirtless. (laughs) And then the one with the blonde hair and the facial hair, he would always be covered like he was a woman in Afghanistan. Like, it was just (laughs) full He had so much clothes. He had more clothing on than was even required of him. It was like they weren't going to show one bit of skin from that one. And, you know, frankly, no one wanted to see it. But I did love the 90 Degrees Boys. They were like hot. I know they're touring now. I don't know that. that that's neither here nor there, but <laughs> they are touring. What else? What else do we have to talk about? I feel like we need to talk about Housewives stuff because when Jackie comes out here, we're going to talk about Housewives because I feel like I've been neglecting and I haven't mean to, ne- I haven't meant to neglect it. I don't want to neglect it. You've just had so much entertainment that we've been consuming. It's like the cup runneth over. Is that, is that the saying? The cups runneth over and we just have so much entertainment. This Lindsay Lohan show, which I'm live, laugh, loving, I think is so, so good and so trashy. And then we have Vanderpump Rules, which another trash show that I love. I'm still loving Jersey. I'm a little uh, Atlanta. I feel like it's really going to start to pick up. I I truly feel like it's going to start to pick up. I think the back half of the season is going to be really great. But right now, a little snoozy. But I am excited. Beverly Hills is coming back soon. And that trailer, again, looked amazing. And then New York, you guys. I have some scoops. So I did hear from a friend of mine saw the New York trailer for the upcoming season. I'm sure it'll be released very soon because my friend saw it and said it was fucking amazing. They said it was fucking amazing. And it's a friend that I very much trust their opinion on. Like, I know, I I truly believe that it's going to be great. And they said it's amazing. They said it's, there's lots of drama. They said there's laughs. Like, they said it's one of the best trailers they've seen. And so I'm very confident, which I always say New York always brings it. Like, those ladies always give us a good time. I know some fans and people online have been skeptical, but New York, it it never fails to deliver. Even Andy Cohen was saying on his Radio Andy show, he said New York's like this weird uh, enigma or whatever, where it's like they always just bring it like they never have had a bad season. And I, I agree with that. I don't think New York has had a bad season. 
even some of those middle seasons, like the Kristen Takeman stuff, those are still great entertainment. That time, <laughs> remember when Ramona got Chris, or when Kristen got Ramona's hair wet? <laughs> like, <laughs> soaking wet, soaking wet. We're on a lake. It's summer. It's I want you to get me wet. Did I ask you to get me wet? No. I'm the one with a split lip. Well, you threw the water at me. So now I've just got to look out. You want me to wear a helmet around you no, all the time? No, don't throw water at me anymore. Who are you to get my hair wet? I mean, that was a fight. That was a great, great TV. Peak TV, if you will. So even the lesser seasons of New York are still better than anything else on TV. But I know some people online, fans and stuff, people DM me, and people have been worried about New York. But I'm here to say, don't worry about New York. There's nothing to worry about. The trailer's going to be out very soon. It's fantastic. And I've heard things from behind the scenes, and I think it's going to be great. When New York is on, like I truly feel like my best self. You know, <laughs> I feel like I'm most complete when The Real House of New York is on TV. That's when I feel whole again. One more thing we have to talk about before we get to Jackie Schimmel. If you want to hear me and Jackie, just skip ahead. I get it if you're not interested in hearing me blabber. But I have to talk about these Fire Festival documentaries. Did you guys see these? So there's one on Netflix and one on Hulu. The Hulu one was fucking surprise released. Like, Netflix came out and said theirs is going to be released on, like, the Friday. And then Hulu was like, surprise, here I am, bitch. And they just put theirs out. And I watched both of them. I couldn't get enough. I need more. I want a third, a fourth, a fifth. Give me all the documentaries on that batshit festival. I mean, it was, like, crazy. Like, I know we all followed the story on social media, but it was, like, even crazier hearing it in these, like, testimonials from people involved. The poor Bahamian workers, the Bahamian workers who didn't get paid, they didn't get their fucking money, and they worked their ass off. And then, you guys, there was one guy, an older gay gentleman, he was working for the fire Festival, like, getting it all together. And he was saying, like, they were trying to get, like, uh, you know, trucks of Evian water in so that the, you know, festival goers could have water or whatever. And he was ready to suck someone's dick to get the water to the island. <laughs> and he, it wasn't just, like, a joke. Like, it wasn't just, oh, yeah, like, I'll do whatever it takes to get the water over there. He, like, went into someone's office, like, ready to get on his knees and suck a dick. And he, not only that, but, like, he told us the story. It wasn't just, like, hearsay. It wasn't just somebody being like, yeah, this guy that worked for us was going to suck a dick. It was like, this man was ready to suck a dick. He told us on camera, he's like, yep, it was going to suck a dick. And I thought, I thought, wow, like, this is a new territory. Like, we, you know, we've seen a lot, but I haven't seen someone just say on camera, He's just like, yeah, I walked into the office. I was prepared to suck a dick. And I thought, wow, brave. It was very brave of him to go on camera and say that. You know, he's living his truth. And I'm very proud of this man. I forget his name, but I encourage everyone to watch. I was so excited when the Hulu one was surprise release because I love living in this era of a surprise release. Remember when Beyonce, she was the first one, I think, to really, you know, get us (laughs) that night. I think I was home. Beyonce's was on like a Friday night, I think, right? Like I was at home watching Shark Tank. And (laughs) by the way, I'm like really pissed that they moved Shark Tank to Sundays. I used to enjoy watching it on my Friday night. Like that was a fun Friday night for me. Also neither here nor there, but I feel it's worth mentioning. I think Lori Grenier should join the Disney official princess collection. (laughs) Because ABC is owned by Disney. And Lori Grenier is on Shark Tank. She's the queen of QVC. So I think she should join the Princess Collection. I know she's technically a queen, but I think we just change her name to the Princess of QVC and, you know, throw her in the Disney parks. 
You know, I want to see people dress up as her, selling churros, or doing squatty potty demonstrations. Like, whatever it takes. I need her in the Disney parks. And I want her part of the Disney princess collection. You know, in that scene in Wreck-It Ralph, where they had all the, all the Disney princesses gathered? Lori Grenier should have been there. I'm no animator, but I would like her to get animated and thrown in the next Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> I get it if you guys want to skip ahead to me and Jackie. But anyway, let me finish the story really quick. So... Oh, Beyonce surprise release on like a Friday night. And I live for it. I love these surprise releases. For those of us that are home on many nights watching Shark Tank or other things on TV, it's exciting when something's just put out there. And Hulu just was like, here it is. Surprise, bitch. I live for it. And then I thought I wasn't going to watch the Netflix one because the Netflix one came out afterwards, but I watched it and I loved it. Loved them both. And Ja Rule, who would have thought Ja Rule would be in the zeitgeist again? Here he is. <laughs> Here he is. Just he showed up on that documentary, and he was like a large part of this whole fire fest thing. God, and he had so many hits back in the day. What was that song always on time? You know what wasn't on time? The fire festival it never happened. <laughs> anyway, I want to bring out Jackie Schimmel and talk housewives. I also want to talk about you know favorite movies. We're just gonna have a fun chat, a real loose chat. We've been doing so many recaps here on everything iconic, and so I'm excited to just chat with Jackie about you know, things we love and the housewives. So before I do, I want to say, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. There's an everything iconic Facebook group. I want to thank Samson Technologies for sponsoring the show. And then I also want to encourage you, if you want to support this podcast and access to all of the bonus episodes, just head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic, click the become a patron button, and for $4 more per month, you, if you pledge $4 or more, you get access to all the bonus things. And then more importantly, you just help support this podcast. Okay, so let's bring out Queen Jackie Schimmel. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanten, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? 
Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Jackie. Now, on your show, we were both talking about our love of The Other Sister, starring Juliette Lewis. And just before we were recording, we were talking about other favorite movies. And I love Nancy Myers. I know you do, too. I love Nancy Myers movies. Like, uh, Isn't Nancy the best? Oh, What's your sh- fave Nancy Myers? I think, you know, it goes back and forth. I love The Holiday. I cry when that little old man... Goes up on the stage on those. I like, I lose my shit. Okay, but wait, I have one problem with the holiday, and that's Jack Black. I don't like Jack Black in that movie. I don't like Jack Black, period. Me either. Like, I don't think he's funny. I don't get his allure. I don't get his appeal. Like, uh, he's like in Jim Jim Carrey esque. You hate Jim Carrey too. And I like Jim Carrey, but Jack Black to me is, wait, it's just too much. I don't like it. It's, and and to me, he doesn't quite ruin the holiday. And like, he's really going to fuck Kate Winslet? I don't think so. Like, by the way, girl. Like, pick it up. You're Kate Winslet. I know. And then to have to look at, like, Jude Law, this, like, fine specimen. And then. So hot. Which. Okay, wait, I just saw Jude Law in something. Oh, did you see that Vox Lux? Do you know what that movie is? No. It's with like Natalie Portman and she plays like a, a pop star that's going through it. It's like, <gasps> is she's basically playing like a oh my Britney God, Spears. So up my alley. Okay, but I thought so too, and it wasn't. It was like a little too artsy for me. Mm, I know people Is it like loved closer? It. Uh, no. Did you no, see I Closer? Loved closer okay, though. me yeah, too. I loved Closer. One of my favorites. But Box Lux, I don't know. My boyfriend Matt liked it, but I thought it was a little too much. Mm. But Jude Law's in that. And like, he's wearing these tight pants. And I've never noticed, like, Jude Law has such like a big, fat, beautiful ass. Oh, I thought you were going to say bulge. No, I'm, maybe that too. I didn't. I was like, the butt, his butt was amazing. And I didn't realize he was like, so well rounded back there, but they kept well, doing these like shots. Look. They kept doing these shots where he was like walking away in these tight jeans. Natalie Portman's going to, but it's like a weird, weird movie. How do we feel about Natalie Portman? I think I like her. I like, no, I don't think I know. I like her. I think she's absolutely stunning. I think she could kick it up in the personality department when she's on her press tours. There's <laughs> what so many she celebrities just in trouble recently for something. She's oh, like, I she's, can't think of about it Jessica Simpson. <gasps> yes. I hate. Yes. How did I not remember that? Oh my God. I mean, by the way, I was like, you go Natalie oh Portman. I was like very into that whole situation. Right. right now. Jessica Simpson, like clap back. She's like, you're shaming women's bodies or something like that. God bless Jessica Simpson. I am endlessly fascinated by the Simpson sisters. As most people know, like, and I what about the cannot dad? get enough Joe. Joe. I'm so, like, give me it all. Joe, Tina. I want to know more about Tina with the Juicy Couture. Do you remember in the Newlyweds episode, she would always be, like, showing up in the Juicy Couture? Yes, yes. Very Amy Obsessed Poehler and, like, Mean that. Girls situation. Right. Like, what, with Joe and what Simpson? about Jessica Simpson, though, real quick? Mm-hmm. We're talking about body shaming, do you remember, like, 10 years ago when she wore those high-waisted jeans? And it was, like, 
every tabloid had her. Remember, they were like, she was at a country concert or something, and she'd gained a little weight. Oh, yes. But she was, in retrospect, Listen, she was she's not living, overweight she's at all. She's fluctuating. Right, she's fluctuating, <laughs> but she was not overweight at all. And every headline was like, Jessica's fat. And it was just the, the one pair of pants. Poor Jessica. That's what, that's what, poor Jessica's took rich her over. as fuck. So yeah, I don't she's even fine, feel but yeah. she is the ultimate dream. But her and Brittany both need a Neutrogena wipe to the under eye constantly. Oh, I didn't even notice the under Oh, it, mascara under the it's eye. Just, yeah, yeah. There's it's always aggressive. residue. It's like, it takes a real dirty bitch not to take your makeup off for days and days. And it's, it, that's the type of eye makeup look that only somebody who's a little bit crusty. Cause like you're washing, you need to wipe <laughs> off your makeup. But I think it's there's, so easy. I think there's something going on with Jessica that we don't know. Because have you seen some of the some of the social media posts and everything? It's like a bizarre territory, but I feel like they're able to keep it under wrap more than than some of the other. Girls. Yeah, she makes me a little nervous. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm very nervous about her. Like Britney, people are nervous about Britney. I, I'm not nervous about Britney. I think that she. I think that her Instagram account is her only. Uh, the only portal that she has creative control over. They're like, Brittany, we're going to make you your grits in the morning. You're going to do this. You need to take these pills in this little, you know, the little daily. Do whatever you want on Instagram. And then your Instagram is her creative outlet, okay? Like, that's, like, where they let her, like, become unhinged. And that's where she gets, like, her creative side out like with her little videos with her, oh, that boyfriend the boyfriend's hot he's hot what i mean but i well, again what's all happening there like what's yeah have he you seen to, him on social media like his oh when they do the, i love when they do the I little skits him. like they do the little like yeah little she's pretty SNLs. hungry or something <laughs> yeah i think so like everyone watches it in horror they're like what's going on but then we all love it and share it i'm proud of her for it i think that we should all live with the you know the abandon yes yes yeah. I know I stress about everything I post online and I'm like, if I could just live like that, I would be a happier person. Uh, What do you make of her canceling the show? She's like taking care of her dad and she was going to do the domination show in Vegas. I think maybe it's time for her to take a break. Do you think there's do you think it is what they said it is and the dad's sick or do you think there's more to the story that we're just not knowing? I mean, I don't want to like pull a Megan King Edmonds and like require some documentation from um, what is it? OC? What is what's the (laughs) Brooks? Brooks, what was the doctor's name? I should know this. Not Dr. Moon. No, not Dr. Moon. Um, OC. Uh. I don't know, uh, whatever the hospital was. Right, called. right. Uh, imaging, something uh, yeah, imaging. It's, a, it's OC imaging or something like something that. Something OC imaging. Um, but, you know, I'd like to see a little documentation. Yeah. Yeah. I think, listen, I think Brittany has given us a lot. And if she just wants to take a step back and she wants to do her watercolors in her men's no, boxers, then in her BB bodycon dresses and with her fucking extensions and her her eye makeup <laughs> down to her chin, then that's fucking fine. I heard a rumor that, that she won't sit still in a uh, hair ch- uh, hair chair i believe that and so that's why like her hair is always like a little bit not quite ready you know in defense of britney spears i listen i love her too by the way oh I, my god i like love i i love no, no, her and i think we're, i think everyone's sort of the all of america she's one person that i feel like everyone is universally rooting for oh we yes we all root for we've britney. been through it all with her now and it's yes you know we talked about Lindsay lohan on your show yeah and i don't root for her Lindsay lohan is still someone that no one's rooting for or think about any of the girls from that time, the early aughts, like the Paris Hilton. I don't root for her. Or Jessica Simpson. We're not rooting for any of these nah, other people. Not really. It, we, people like Jessica probably more than the others, but mm-hmm. no one's rooting for her. Whereas I think Brittany, we're all rooting for her. A hundred percent. We are all so on board. And it's, you know, it unites us as a, as a nation. Right. As a world. You know what I said on my show recently? I said the audience for Vanderpump Rules, like, universally dislikes Sheena. Right. Like that's oh, a fact. Right. I think that's very I fair. thought that was a fact. 
Yeah, and she I bugs. Th- but I think it's like one of the best things for that show is to have someone that we all can root. Because I think some of the people on that show are polarizing. Well, do you think James is polarizing or do you think everybody hates him? I think most people hate him. I think that's, yeah. yeah. But, but then it, we don't want him off the show. Do you, well, I think that I actually, I let me just say, I think with James, he's maybe universally disliked. I think everyone pretty much agrees that he's become a monster on the show. Monster. But I do think that among the 100% of people that, <laughs> I'd say it's about 90% of the people hate James, right? For sure. But out of those 90%, I think half the people want him off the show, and then the other half want him to stick around for the fun of it. Uh, yeah. Whereas Sheena, I feel like we all, well, I don't know. what I'm, I can't do the math. <laughs> I'm no uh, mathematician. Yeah, no, me either. <laughs> but but I, some, a lot of that cast is polarizing, right? Like I think so. Yeah. Uh, do you, you watch all the housewives, right? Of course. Okay. So of I, course. I know what else would we be watching? Yeah, what else would I be doing? <laughs> I want to know. Time. I want to do like a breakdown of all the seasons that are going on right now, because we have New Jersey going on. We have Atlanta mm-hmm. going on. We just finished Dallas. We just finished Orange County. Yeah. I want to know the sort of the state of the housewives. So that we're going to start with New Jersey. Okay. Let's You're go. watching New Jersey. Of course I am. What are you thinking of the two new girls, Jennifer and Jackie? I'm not thrilled about it i have always said i don't like too many cast shakeups because i think that we get in like the second you get invested in housewife you have to give them more time to develop their storyline and to have like real authentic relationships with the other women and when they're constantly just like rotating women it's very hard to keep up and like get the part of what makes the housewives franchise so great is when they have real like real interaction and dynamics and friction and tension and problems like it's so much more interesting and they don't give people enough of a chance to stick around. I think Jackie and I don't, I don't love them. Yeah. You know, I, I like them for, I like, I would like them to stick around. I think they should, I think stick, they around. should stick around. And I think Jennifer is a weird addition. Like she's more of a traditional addition, like where she's got the money and she's kind of like that. I mean, her house, she's got the weird relationship disgusting. with the husband. It's disgusting house. She's Ugh. kind of show offy. I think that's like the kind of housewife they used to add in early on in this whole franchise. For sure. thing. And then Jackie's an interesting case because she's very confrontational with Teresa, but I don't think her lifestyle is really like housewife. Yeah. Um, but, she's like a normal person, but I do like that. She's going after Teresa because it seemed to me that with, New Jersey, a lot of the women are afraid to get in the mix. And mm-hmm. I feel like at least these girls are kind of getting in the mix. I got to tell you, I love the whole Marge, Danielle, Staub friction. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. Like, it's, it's amazing. so good. I think Margaret Josephs I love is fan so She's so good. And she's, she's always like, oh, blah, 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 blah. she's like, kind of <laughs> Dorinda adjacent for me. Like, she's 100%. not there. Off branded or Dorinda. Yeah, yeah she's off brand Dorinda. She's a little bit more, like, not Dorinda. I mean, Dorinda. I mean, hello. No, Dorinda's she's in not a class of herself. But it's like, what's that? The great value version of Dorinda. Yes, it's exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. She's totally. And they're friends in real life, which I love. Oh, I love that too. And then, um, but wait, what's what the fucking house? Why Marge's not? house. It's been two years. I that mean, that honey, house is like not. Listen, what are we doing here? Where that would never happen on any of these other franchises. If one of the wives just had an unfinished house, it looks like the Home Alone two house. Do you know oh, where yeah. Kevin like yes. brings them the Robert burglars yes. back? 
That's what her house looks like, but no one's talking about it. We're all just I can't glazing believe over it. it. This would never I mean, if this was happening in Beverly Hills <laughs> or New York, it would be a main storyline. Like this would be a whole thing, but the New, like New Jersey girls house are just was like, a well, storyline and she has like this gorgeous multi-million dollar like Hamptons house and like it was did like she even renovate it? House. It was her it, bonus yeah, house and everyone's extra. like, could she put a candle on it like get some flowers? Marge every week it's like, oh, oh yeah, my house is my house isn't finished. And then it, it's like they cut to just like, you know, paint sticks everywhere and her husband's a fucking contractor it doesn't i'm like totally interested in this whole thing she needs thing. to stop putting out in the shower and start getting some fucking moldings <laughs> shower, painted shower scene like let's get up uh, some painters in there like let's there's whole rooms in that house that are not even touched yeah it and makes i me don't nervous. understand it makes me and nervous and then i think like what are the what's the financial situation there like what are we doing here if we can't is it an affordable thing i like, think so but then I don't what? like to count people's money, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, it's the money. <laughs> but it's 100% the money. Because, like, listen, let's get the show on the fucking road. Like, there's no reason after two seasons, it shouldn't her salary from Jersey Housewives been enough to pay for that one big room, that She's ballroom? She's married to a fucking contractor. <laughs> like, it makes it, And there's other contractors in the cast. Like, if he can't do it, I mean, get, listen. Get Joe on, make it a storyline, get Gorga in there. My husband's a music producer, but if that fucker could paint a wall, we'd have wall paint. Like, I would do anything. I would I would have That'd sex be like on you. the side with a contractor <laughs> to get things moving quicker. And here you are, like, sharing a bed with the guy who's the home, the future of your home is in his hands. Stop putting out, Marge. That'd you be know? like you going around and being like, I'm a singer, but then, like, never coming out with a song, even though your husband's a producer. Exactly. <laughs> like, What's happening? Which is here? actually the story of my life. Wait, are you a singer? No. Would you ever sing? I would love to if I could. Like, would sing. you ever just want him to be like, yes. put you on a one hit wonder? Like, just. Yes, I'm a background vocalist. Are you really? I, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like the song? Um, what I would, song is it? Can I go listen? A hundred percent. The Smallfoot soundtrack. The, <gasps> the major saw it opening night or opening oh, weekend. You did? I did. My husband did all the music in the movie. And and let me tell you something. Zendaya's background vocalist. You're looking at her, okay? I oh definitely. There Jackie. was definitely like a I'm clap Deb. and a hum and a ah, and the, the wonderful life. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm all that, over that shit. One Direction. <laughs> hi, me. That, that movie shocked me. Like I saw my friend and I, my friend Jenna. We were like, we got to go to the movies to just for some self care. We were having like rough weeks mm-hmm. and uh, Smallfoot just happened to be playing. We we're like, we're going to go see it. But they didn't advertise it as a musical. Yeah, I know. They didn't do it that because like, it tested better as not being a musical, but it was but a full musical. the music was good is what I'm saying. Like, the we, music was fucking the great. The music was great. Like if we I were do watching, say so myself. Sudden, Channing Tatum started singing. I was like, I'm into this. Yes, yeah. I know. It's really, really good. And I'm not just saying that because, you know. No, I'm saying. I'm I said, I, I like swear. I think I said it on my show. I was like, I love the small foot music. Do you know how much of that was like recorded in my house? It was uh, so weird. My like my was husband. Was Channing there? No. Because no. you know I love him. Oh, I love him too. Um, but wait, so back to Marge's unfinished house. Like, yes, why speaking is of no, unfinished But why houses. is no one commenting on that? Like, because I, it's so Jersey. It's just like, just so bizarre to me that no one's talking about it. Oh, the houses in that in Jersey don't do it for me. It's like no. a little too like maroon velvet with tassels and shit. <laughs> the marble flooring. Big in rooms. Teresa's house very is minimal tough furniture. Yeah. Very ornate moldings. It's not for me. And I worry about all the financial situations in Jersey. Like oh, Dolores dude. and Frank are working together and I don't I'm worried about it because I just feel like they don't have a tax person. Like I feel I don't know that they don't, but yeah. I just feel that they're not meeting with a tax lady every week. Here. Well, you know, Jackie has a tax lady because she's Jewish. 
right? Yeah, shocking. And I'm allowed to say that because I'm Jewish. We cover our bases in the accounting yeah. department. It's in our blood. I just made an appointment on, with my tax lady, and I was thinking, like, I should we check in on these women. Like, I'm worried about them. Yeah, like, do not a, booking a, throw them a pro bono appointment or something. Right, like, book, book, them their own, book them an appointment. Like, just send them an email, anonymous email. Like, like you've been confirmed. I That's worry. what I feel like needs to happen. I totally agree uh, with And you. then Dolores and Frank, like, Frank had been lying to Dolores, so I don't understand, like, why you'd want to work with him. Yeah, Dolores, come Weirds on. me out. Come I on. know, and people like the relationship because they're kind of cute together, but I find it worrisome. Yeah, they're kind of like, you know, they're conscious uncoupling. They're just kind of like the sadder, tanner, jerseyer version of uh, Gwyneth and Chris Martin. <laughs> you know? Are you attracted to Frankie? Do you think he's cute? Mm, okay, so or I was. Too I was when he was um, underage, but not. <laughs> <laughs> You love a young man. You like love it's a like, young man. Like, Mary Kay Letarno right. today. Right. It is so, which also we didn't get to talk about this on your show, but hmm. you're a John Bonet fan. Huge. And what did you find out? So somebody just sent me this. It was on Daily Mail. Apparently, someone in prison, a convicted pedophile, his name is, oh my God, literally, it's just right on my phone. Uh, uh, his name is Gary Oliva. He confessed to the murder of a six year old pageant princess in prison letters to his friend, claiming it was an accident. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean that's just the headline. Are you like a true crime person? No, not but at you're all. Into John Bonet, I just like I was very fascinated by the John Bonet story as a kid, and I didn't really understand. And I started using John Bonet kind of as like a pop culture reference all the time. And then I like kind of found out about the story, and I was like, oh, halt, Jackie, too real, not funny. Um, just like because my, I have John Bonet adjacent like hair when I go to the blow dry bar. <laughs> If I don't get my preferred stylist, it's like very. And I looked at somebody one time and I was like, I straight up look like John Bonet. And they're like, Jackie, you can't say that. And I'm like, why? And then I started doing the research. I'm like, oh my God, it was the brother and the pineapples and whatever. So I'm pretty like that. That's an isolated interest for me. Sure, sure. And I loved the Casey Anthony thing. I was very, very yeah. involved in Casey Anthony. I'm not versed in any of this stuff. Like Matt, my boyfriend, he watches all of the true crime stuff. Like he's obsessed with everything murder related. And then I'm just sitting watching Bravo. So like, I don't no, know. I'm with you on that. Yeah. My, yeah, my husband like is very into all this shit too. I just dabble like here and yeah. there, but I'm, I like it light and fluffy. Right. I just recently watched the R. Kelly stuff. Like, did you watch that? <gasps> no, I haven't watched it yet. So that was like, I watched that and that was hard for me to watch because anytime I watch something like that dark, I feel like I slip into, oh. I almost feel like I'm going to slip into depression. Yes. And so like I worry about it, but I watched the R. Kelly thing and it was just so upsetting these young girls. And I've, I've said it before. It was like the way that. America has treated this whole situation. It's not if if these were young white women that were being molested and stuff, mm -hmm. I feel like it wouldn't have gone so far. I agree it, I'm not saying you. it wouldn't have happened. I think it would have it just wouldn't have gone to where we're at now. And then it's like now they're doing this documentary and it's on Lifetime. It's upsetting. And Lifetime? I it's mean, that's, a, that's the most upset. That's like ridiculous. Well, right. And Lifetime? Like why, and no why, offense to Lifetime, but... But would any... That's we what an I was HBO saying. special if, here? If these were young white women, I think it would have been on HBO actually, or something. I kind of think that you're right. Yeah. It's so fucked up. And you know what's even more fucked up is that now, like, his record sales, I saw, like, some article... Spiked. Spiked. Disgusting. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's people? disgusting. And there's no. still people that... If you go online, like, there's people that defend him. If you look at it... Uh, a tweet like if people magazine tweets about it there's people that are like well you're team r kelly and it's like what the fuck like what is going through your brain like you're disgusting it's not you're like this swine. is this isn't even like a, a maybe situation this is like we're seeing we've seen video proof of him you know peeing on young women and like crazy Ugh. gross gross things and 
I don't know. Back to Housewives. Yeah, all right. Sure, <laughs> Let's talk about Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. <laughs> so Atlanta's going on right now. What do you think of Atlanta this season? Okay, I gotta say, what's it? Shamari? Shamari. Ugh. Bored. Oh, baby, bring it on to me. Love the song, though. Huge good, fan. Though, right? I mean, where, where are her husband's eyebrows? <laughs> where are his where fucking... Are where in the world are Shamari's <laughs> husband's eyebrows? I don't even know his name. I don't really care. He's from... um um. Like new edition. New edition. Do we think, um, okay, first of all, I think Nini and Portia are great. I love, Jackie, like, I go watch them just say hello to each other. Yeah, like, I don't even know what they're talking about half the time. The sounds and the noises and the face and the clicking and right. the whole thing. It's to die for. I laughed so fucking hard during when they were in um, Florida and they had the Bitch Stole My Talent uh, competition. <laughs> genius absolutely genius early on in the season they played a lot of games it was like every week they were doing an icebreaker game like i used to do in the student council in high school it was like every single team building right it was amazing and the um oh my god the the fashions the way that they talk about the fashions the fashions Mm -hmm. it's like i mean i i go back and forth i grapple with this i do think marlo hampton brings something to the show me too now, I want to see who she's dating. I want to see the inside of her home. I want to see how she live in. I want to see all of the things. And why do you think they're not letting Marlo be a housewife? Because to me, Marlo's more interesting than Eva or Shamari. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, yeah. And she's bringing more to the show. I totally agree. Uh, Shamari and Eva, they're fine because they have so many other huge personalities that they can get away with being a little lackluster, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I think that Marlo, she's given us a lot. She's given us so much. You know, I was thinking back to too when... much, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> I think she never recovered. Do you remember when she said faggot on one of the episodes? Like <gasps> uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. It was like in their maybe it was their Africa trip, but she said some gay slurs and I remember yes. Andy like confronted her about it on maybe Watch What Happens Live or the reunion or something. And I feel that she never fully recovered from that. Was that pre or post when she was trying to give etiquette lessons? Because that was a personal <laughs> highlight for me. Do you remember that trip? Wait, uh, it's all coming back to me now. When her and Sheree were having that fight, we're just like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, you couldn't even fucking tell. Oh, oh. And the faces, and, I'm like, and they're pivoting that their was, heads. Jackie, that was one of the best things I've ever seen in television. Like, <laughs> what the fuck was going on? Oh, oh. And I don't know. I- oh, my God. It was like batshit insane unbelievable Uh, and you know that was the same moment or the same trip where she used the gay slurs and i feel like it it took away from that wonderful fight that she was having with trey oh yeah she had to go and fuck it up um but i was thinking about when kenya and portia joined the cast you remember Mm -hmm. they joined together yes and i felt like they came in like wrecking balls the two of them i agree whereas now if i'm looking at eva and shamari joining the cast like they're like comparing you can't even compare the two because it's like different completely different levels yeah and i think they really thought they were gonna have a home run with the open marriage thing with shamari but everyone was like it wasn't even that interesting it was not interesting enough it was just their dynamic isn't interesting their life isn't nothing no aspect of her life is interesting and i feel like candy's being extra messy this season but Mm -hmm. it's not landing like something's not no the draw none of the drama's landing i still think the personalities are great Portia and Nini, though. Pillars. Right, right. right. Pillars. You know, some, yeah. Nini's staying out of a lot of it. And I think she's probably so busy with all the Greg stuff. But I feel like she's staying out of the mix. But I like when, I like when Nini gives us just light, fluffy, like, sound bites, commentary. Like, I think that's great. (laughs) I think that's when Nini shines. 
Yes. I think sometimes she can go overboard with it all in her confessionals when she's doing like the sound effects and everything. Clank, but ultimately, clank, clank. I love it. ultimately we need it. Like, we need it's her. Need, needed for the show. Yeah. Um, okay. And Vanderpump Rules. Are you watching Vanderpump Rules? Oh, of course I am. And what are you thinking of this season? I think this season's great. I mean, I think Vanderpump Rules is consistently like just the best show on Bravo. I, agree. I think that they fucking nail it. Every season something happens and they haven't had a lot of cast shakeups. It's the same fucking people. They're all real, 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 real friends. Right. The drama exists on the screen, off the screen. Because uh, they're it's all, hilarious. they literally all hang out outside the of time. the show, which they, I think what makes it so good. The Vanderpump, there's no inauthenticity. Uh, what is the word? Inauthenticity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, totally. Yeah. And I have been very, uh, I have been lucky enough to be privy to some of the off camera, like, because I'm friends with Stassi and right. like, just like things like, we're going to dinner one time and then. They wanted to get in the car together, but then she went with me. And then it's like, why are you going with her? And you're not picking us up. And this, and then they left it. They weren't talking to her. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is all happening. Where are the cameras? Right. Like, how is this real? <laughs> like, this is so not normal. And I kept looking at something like, this shit ain't normal. Just right. so you know, and she's like, no, I know. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't know. I'm telling you, this is fucking nuts. It's not normal. Yeah, it's not normal. But it's you, so great. We, we were both at the Crappies, which is the Watcher Crappens, like their award show, and yeah. it, they had all these Bravo people there. Do you and, like and my table? Who were you? Were with Stassi and Ariana and Tom? My poor husband, who does not like knows nothing of nothing. All he wanted to do was like be home, like watching fucking <laughs> I don't know what that's, Bob's Burger. Whatever. I don't know. I just, like do, I don't know. I'm just assuming he watches Bob's Burger. I don't even know what that it's is. It's a great show. It's an animated Rick show. and Morty. Sure, that's his. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that. Then he pro- if he watches Rick and Morty, he probably watches Bob's Burger. I feel like they're one and the same. Probably. Yeah. And he's. I looked up in the crowd. We're sitting <laughs> in this like tight, intimate booth with Stassi, who he knows well, and then her boyfriend Bo, and then Tom and Ariana, and my husband just sandwiched there. And Ugh. I'm like, oh my god, this poor guy has no idea what's going on. I like went up <laughs> as the guest. I'm looking in the crowd, and I just see him sitting at the table, and I was like, holy fuck! Yeah. Like, what are they? My dad. Like, what I mean, are they talking about? Yeah, probably my, small foot. Probably small foot. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what I would talk about. Andrew's like my husband's just like a normal. Like he's yeah. in music. He seemed business. really sweet. I met him for the first time there. He was he's, very good looking, and he's, he's hot very sweet. As yeah, fuck. he's very good looking. Yeah, he's just like a music yeah. guy. Yeah. Somebody told me to ask you about your psychotic neighbor. Oh, oh, that's a great one. Tell me about your. So psychotic my neighbor, neighbor, I, me and my husband, like just bought our first home, and like we've only lived there like six months, and our neighbor who we haven't met. I was out with my dog, like unloading groceries, doing the thing. Okay, my dog barely fucking moves. We check his pulse in the middle of the night because he doesn't fucking move. He's Your like dog's name is Leo, right? Leo slash Richard. We also call him Richard. I don't know why. I don't. People ask me that all the time. I have no fucking clue. This dog doesn't leave my fucking side. He's like uh-huh. got a one foot radius. He is like the slowest. Like I'm convinced he has Lyme's disease. We like he had a tick bite a few months back. We're like convinced. I got a letter. She see this woman like sees our dog and she's like i feel like i live in a dog park what we're on a cul-de-sac it's gated there's no this is ridiculous we're in a private street like he's right underneath my heels not moving so i get a letter that i was reported to the homeowners (gasps) for having neighborhood politics neighborhood politics and so she comes up to me and my husband she's like surely your renters here but you would know if you were an owner that your dogs must be on a leash in the in the communal areas. And I'm like, 
the only dog that needs to be on a leash is you. Right. And you need to be sent to Yulin because you're a fucking dog. <laughs> Stop Yulin forever, Jack. Stop Yulin That's forever. Like in my head at all times, by the way. Same. Same. But she should, like, she's just fucking terrible. And, like, trying to insinuate, like, oh, we're renters, which we're not. Right. Not that that matters. But it was just, like, she was being shady she's and being messy. An asshole. So I got a letter and I'm going to get bleach and I'm going to put a dick on her lawn. <gasps> Please do it. Will you send me a picture? Yeah, I was going to do it the other week and I like literally funneled Are bleach. You, wait, so you're not, you're, I know you're not, you're, you're not scared to do that. No. <laughs> Are thinking, you kidding me? I'm like, I would be terrified to do that. I would put on like a St. John suit oh, and that. go to my homeowners meeting and I would like fucking woo the crowd. First of all, we're the youngest people in my neighborhood. We are keeping that place alive. People right. love us there. Right. Okay? You get younger people to move. Like you're helping the neighborhood. We're like young and cool and quiet and right. we're, we're not there all the time. Like we're, we're the dream to the neighborhood. Yeah. They fucking love us. I dare that bitch to fuck with me. <laughs> She's getting a dick on her lawn. <laughs> What's her status? Like, how old is she? Is she an older woman? She's not that old. She's like late 40s. Kids? Uh, yeah, but I think that they're like older out of the house. I mean, I hate her. Yeah, she's yeah. an awful human and yeah. she's getting a dick on her lawn. I hate her too. I, you should. She's the worst. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wrapping things up. Do you watch any other shows on Bravo? Or are you watching anything else right now besides See, The Housewives? Do you I'm watch really, Below Deck? I No, I don't. Look, I didn't either. And I watched the season and I think it's like one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, the, And I was... I was always kind of like, eh, with it. Yeah. And this season is like fucking amazing to me. I mean, I'll get on board. I started watching the Mar- Marvelous Mrs. M- Maisel. Oh, me too. I don't know about it. Yeah. I loved the first season and now I'm kind of like, uh, I haven't watched I like it, but I don't think it's really that funny. How many did you watch? Where are you at? Now? I'm almost done with the second season. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're further than me. So I think it's I think it's a good show. I think she's great. I love right. the Lizzie McGuire crossover, you know, the the teacher. That go, the Lizzie right, McGuire Alex movie. Scene, right. Okay, she was in the Lizzie McGuire right. movie. <laughs> just everyone should know. And it's all I can think about when sure. I watch the show. But um, you know, her just like with Gordo and Lizzie <laughs> you know and Miranda. I, you know what I always think about every time she says a joke on stage, like at, at least from the first season, she'll say a joke. I always think of Camille Grammer being like, "But now we said it." Like yes. that's every time because it's like they show shots of the audience and there's all these women in the audience like, "Yeah," and I just think of Camille being like, "But now we said it." On the white sofa. Like, and I cannot get it out of in my her head. turquoise shift dress. Right. Yes. But 100%. so you're on the fence about it. I think it's a good show. I don't laugh out loud. I don't think sure. it's that. It's not a comedy. It's not really. the comeback. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not Summer Heights High. Yeah. I have a problem with all these shows, though. It's like the shows that compete for the comedy like categories, like none of them are funny. And it's like, Mm-mm. if it's supposed to be funny, I don't know. I want to I chuckle. Yeah. You know? Jackie. Yes, dear. I love you so much. I love you so much, too. I hope everyone goes and listens to our chat on the Bitch Bible. Yeah, you because should. it's really wonderful. Tell it's everyone beautiful. where they can find your podcast and you and all of that stuff. Uh, okay, my podcast is the Bitch Bible. Right. So fucking funny. Thank you. Um, so you can listen to that, you know, anywhere you listen to podcasts, and then you can follow me at Jackie Schimmel. S C H I M M E L. Do you like how I just did that? I hate I myself. No, um, I, on I Instagram. Yeah. And that's all. That's all I got, kids. Jackie, I love you. Thank you so much for doing the show, Thank and you. we'll talk soon. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. 
Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, they just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, and also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to Get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. We will have a Vanderpump Rules recap tomorrow or or this evening. Right after the show, we'll have a Vanderpump Rules recap. Yeah, I'm already-
already on the brim then, of freaking uh, out. On Thursday, we'll have a Lindsay Lohan MTV show. <laughs> I need to learn the name of that MTV show. It's like Lohan Beach Club or Lohan Beach House. I really need to figure it out because every time I go to talk about it, I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? You know, or we just need to make up a new name for it. Like maybe just Lohan Club, you know, <laughs> Lohan, <laughs> Lohan in Greece. I don't know. We'll workshop it. But anyway, we'll be back Thursday. And then also, uh, hopefully, uh, I'll be able to do a New Jersey recap. Okay, I love you all so much for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, and please go rate and review this on iTunes if you like it. Love you. Bye. Icons, I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, I have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts.